We're Alex and Mike, and welcome to The Moment, a place where we chat about our relationship, style thoughts, design ideas, and so much more. We invite you to join us each week. Grab a coffee, sit back, and let's make this moment special as we dive deeper and share our life with you, all while having fun. Let's get started. Guys. You guys. We finally did it. We launched a podcast. How crazy is this? After all of the years of doing social media content, we are here in your home. It's really crazy because we have been wanting to launch a podcast for so long. And literally the longest time. We ever. also get a ton of messages about doing one. Like, should you start one? Why, right, when right. are you going to start one? And we are so obsessed with podcasts. We listen to podcasts every single day. And it feels natural that we would do this as our next step in our career. And it just feels like a really fun way for us to share more about ourselves with you, share more of our personality. Yes, it's almost kind of like pulling the blanket back. You know, the what I blanket, mean? the curtain. Oh, the curtain back. Kind pulling of like pulling the, the blanket. blanket. That was the first thing that popped into my I'm mind. <laughs> pulling the curtain back and really just like seeing a deeper dive into our personalities and you know, just really getting to know us more because obviously we've been doing social media for eight years now, which is so crazy to think. Yeah. And this is just like the next step, you know? Yeah. It feels like the evolution of this, but I feel like, okay, we need to, we need to just come back. I think we should say full disclosure. What? We already recorded this podcast once. Oh, yes. We really should tell you guys, we planned on launching this podcast a few days a few days Before, ago, on Wednesday. Yeah, yeah, on Wednesday. I don't know what day this is going to come out, so stay tuned. We'll, we'll, you know, we don't know actually right now because of editing and uploading and stuff. But we did record this whole podcast, and we loved it. We were so it was happy. so good. The conversation was so good. We talked for like almost two, two hours. hours. And, and we edited it, and it sounded great. And then when we freaking exported it, something got messed up with the audio, and Mike sounded like he was across the, across the room. Alex. Not even on a microphone. I sounded so crisp and clear and Mike sounded so bad. And we we're like, oh, should we just like put it out? I don't think like everyone's going to care. Like they just want to hear the conversation. But like it was making us so frustrated. So we were like, let's just re-record it, whatever. You know, we'll just. And here we are. Here I mean, it's going to be fun. It gives it's us another chance to talk to, to each other again. Talk. Yeah. And uh, it also was our first time ever recording podcasts. So right, right. it gave us, I feel like that was a good practice run. And yeah. now we're feeling more comfortable. Remember, whenever there's a failure, you have to get right back up. That's right. So I feel like let's pause and let's give well, you. I want to know uh, something about you. How are you feeling about this? Like, oh, how are you doing today? Okay. Hello, therapist. Yeah. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling very excited. Um, I, I just, I love talking like in this form. I like getting deep or I like just, I just like this. And I feel like we have been together for so long, but I feel like this is going to be a good way for us to, you know, I feel it's work, but it's not work, right? Mm -hmm. Like it forces us to sit down and have conversations with each other. Right. And, you know, we're in our office and the door is shut and it's like, Okay, for the next hour. We've completely set the whole vibe. The mood. And we're like, this is going to be a good opportunity for us to just, like, talk to each other. And I feel like that's going to be really fun. I can't believe this is actually so real. Um, And we just want to welcome you to the the moment. moment. It is... Yeah, it's just so crazy. So we 
thought long and hard about what our podcast would be about, what it would be called, what the vibe would be, and we settled on the moment. And it feels like that fully encapsulates everything that we have been talking about. Mm -hmm. We're going to dive into everything from, you know, basically our content pillars that we already talk about, home design, style tips, any travel tips or places that we're going. But we also want to dive into things like anxiety and relationship struggles and just like maybe the personal struggles that we've had over Mm -hmm. the years. Yeah. So we're so excited to Our share all out of this journey. with you. And the reason we settled on the moment is if you have been a long time IG, TikTok, blog, follower, YouTube, you'll know that our motto in life is make every moment an experience. And that's something we really take seriously because really since we started, we've been on this journey of mindfulness and gratefulness and how we just want to be really present in the moment and how can we make each moment really special. And when we think about what the moment is, it's going to be a podcast that comes to you weekly and we want you to make it a moment, you know, sit down if you are listening to it in the morning with a cup of coffee and you're journaling and you want to pop in a podcast or if you're driving to work, a little moment for yourself where you just like disconnect and, you know, take some time for yourself. And to interrupt you right there, I think Alex and I, we kind of have different ways of how we listen to podcasts. I typically listen to podcasts when I'm driving to work. Um, But Alex likes to listen to his podcasts when he is doing the dishes around the Mm -hmm. house or when he's cleaning. So we kind of have our own moments Mm -hmm. of when we listen to our podcasts. Yeah. So that's why this moment is going to be whatever it is for you. And we're just so excited to bring it to you. And we love how our, uh, I guess, what would you say? Your cover art came out. Our incredible friend, Carly Landold, she mm-hmm. shot the photo for us. And we had so much fun shooting that in her little home studio. And she's an incredible photographer, wedding photographer, event photographer, I guess just wedding. She just does such amazing work. Yeah, she does with her for so long. Um, She actually started as a blogger too. So shout out to Carly. Thank you so much for shooting this for us. And we hope you guys love how it turned out. Okay, so let's give you a little bit of background about who we are. If you are new to Alex and Mike, a little bit of a background on us. Welcome to our family. Welcome to our family. We are Alex and Mike. We are digital creators here in the Philadelphia area. Wait, we should say, I am Alex. So this is my voice. This is the voice of Alex. And I am Mike. It's actually funny when we post things on Instagram or TikTok, people are so confused sometimes who each of us are. So actually, subconsciously, we stand in position sometimes in photos. So people are like, oh, Alex and Mike. Right. You know, but it's funny whenever we meet anyone who follows us in real life, they're always like, wait, which one of you is Alex and Mike? Yeah. Because I guess we really never take the time to actually say who is who. Yeah. Well, I guess it's it's really for new followers that, that don't always know who is who. So... We are Alex and Mike, and we have been in the digital space since 2015. We um, we met in college. Well, let's go to pause. I'm not going to say that we'll yet because that. that is this episode, which we'll say in a second. But we have been blogging since 2015. Um, we started as true bloggers. We started with a website, and then eventually social media grew from there, and it has now turned into a career for us, which is so wild, so crazy. And it's been the most incredible journey. We met the most amazing people along the way. Some of our best friends that we have now who are even coming to our wedding, we have met in the social media space. It really is such 
a beautiful space to create content, connect with others, you know, show your lives to people and really invite people in so they get to know you. Yeah, so it's, it's been it's been so fantastic. It's been such a fun journey and we have really found a passion that we both share and it's been such a great creative outlet for us. We uh we both were we were both definitely searching for something that we could put our creative energies into and that's together especially together and that's where the blog came from Mm -hmm. i think that the reason we wanted to do something together Mm -hmm. is because you and i have so many similar interests and Mm -hmm. so many similar passions that i think feel like it was almost natural for Mm -hmm. us to kind of just dive in and do something that could express our creativity um together yeah it just it definitely felt natural for us and it was something that people always knew we had these passions or interests for, even from back in college. So it makes sense for us to have started this. And yeah, Alex was really, um, at the time, he was very much into writing. I was into photography. So we tried, you know, figuring out how can we combine the two. And we had known about blogging. Yeah. I mean, social media was obviously around in 2015 and 2014, but the influencer space was very different back then than it is now in 2023. You know, people weren't saying, I'm going to get a career in influencer, being an influencer or something, anything like that. And we definitely didn't know or want that. It was just, oh, you can have a blog. You can make your own website and you can share things that you really are passionate about. And that's fun. And so we did that and we created our website. And we, we always used to say, oh, you know, we'll just share this with our moms and our friends. And we literally used to do that every They'll time. They'll share it on would, Facebook. Every time we would create a post, we would send them the link Text to it. our friends, to our parents. Be like, look, we wrote a new blog post. Right. And, like, and we'd always be like, share it to all your friends. Yeah. And that was it. And, and that was, we would, you know, we would do, I think we probably did like two or three blog posts a week. And it was a really fun thing. And that's really where it was for a while. I mean, right. it wasn't like let's make an Instagram post or let's... Well, especially because back then, Instagram was not utilized how it is now. Yeah, People sure. looked at Instagram more for, like, those beautifully edited, like, curated photos um, rather than going on and, like, diving into someone's life. You know right. what I mean? Yeah. Well, also, Instagram stories weren't there. Oh, right. So yes. everything was just so different when we started. So we never went into this as, let's make this a career. And I, honestly, I'm not knocking anyone that wants to get into this space because it is an, it's a great career. But you have to have uh, a very true motive for getting into it, right? Like if it is And a passion. And a sure. passion. I mean, I just, so many people get into it because they see some influencer or some person that went viral on TikTok and they say, oh my gosh, look, they're making millions of dollars. And yeah. like, I'm or you're that. getting sent all of these fantastic products. But really what you're not seeing is the amount of time and effort went into all of the content production mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and all the behind the scenes stuff that really goes into it to get and you to that place. Building a community. I think for a lot sure. of people don't go into it knowing or wanting to build a community. Like for us, the best gift of everything is you right now. Like you listening to us or if you're coming from the IG fam or the TikTok fam or the blog, like we truly consider you family. I mean, we message you guys all the time. We like we recognize names of people on Instagram or social media, right? Mm-hmm. Because we have a deep connection with you. So to to not go into it knowing that that's such a beautiful thing that you want to build, then I think that there a lot of people can get burnt out or not do it for the right reasons. And Agreed. for us then, when we started as just true bloggers, and then, you know, a year and a half, two years, finally then we 
made our joint Instagram and, oh, we could possibly... Oh my God, that was the time of flat lays. I'll never forget. We loved a flat lay. You loved a flat lay. Oh my God, loved it. You loved it. The production that went into creating a flat lay we went would... to home depot yes and actually got... we shouldn't shout out home depot we went to lowe's and we got one of the marble the marble the fo- stick faux marble stick tiles yes. for floors and we got a couple different designs and, and we that would, would act our... as that was the background mm-hmm. we would lay the blankets on Perfectly. it and we would lay the cup of coffee and the shoes and whatever it was and it was like this is totally not real but yeah. they looked beautiful but it was a passion for creating like you you know it was you wanted to create something beautiful and that was that was great and so that mixed with blogging and then like we said we made our joint instagram and then it was just like a slow progression and then it was such a it still is it's still such a slow build build, you know but it's an amazing slow build which we love because we're really able to connect with everyone who follows us and honestly i think that alex and i are able to connect with each other more as we do this you know yeah so so we're really glad that you know, we didn't just be go viral one night and it was bit it's been an eight year journey and it feels like it's sustainable then because mm-hmm. it feels like we learned a lot. You know, we didn't quit a job right away because well, number one, we didn't think about money, about this being a, a lucrative job. I mean, we we went into it definitely we think for the right motives. So now looking back, we're very happy with how it went. And yeah, so now it's been eight years. And And let's just talk about for a second, eight years ago, when Alex and I had the idea to actually start a blog, we were in Starbucks, right in Rittenhouse. I think it was what, um, June 15th, July 15th, we started July 15th, right? Um, We were just sitting there and we had all of our, you know, ideas going and we built the website literally in the Starbucks. Wait, ready? And we put the first post up. No, OGs. Guys, we weren't Alex and Mike before. Give you a second. If you remember, were you there? We were the A&M. The A&M, the Alex and Mike. The dumbest, (laughs) the dumbest name for a blog. But we thought it was like, oh, this is good. Oh, yeah. Like, this is going to be good. This is going to stand out. We obviously changed it then. Not for a while, though. It was the A&M for a long time. like a year. Really? I feel Mm -hmm. like longer. No? Really? I don't know. Maybe two years. Yeah. I feel like that. But Yeah, so um, we started it in Starbucks. We put our first post up there, which was one of two things. It was either... Are we Rocky yet? Are we Rocky or the coconut oil, remember? I think it was Are We Rocky. Are We Rocky? Yeah. When we took a picture of the Rocky stairs. And, and we had just moved to Philly, though. So it was like very like, it was like a very like cinematic movie moment, right? right? Like right. we thought like, wow, we're in the big Poorly city. produced. Poorly produced. But in the moment, we thought like, this is really cool. Like, oh, see that? In the moment. In the moment. Oh my God. <gasps> wow. <laughs> Full <See>? circle. <laughs> Full circle. We're here doing the The Moment podcast. Like, that's crazy. But it was it was just something really, yeah, it's just so crazy to think back. It's crazy to like, I can vividly, I remember that day. Like, I'm there. I'm sitting in Starbucks right now, mm-hmm. writing out the, the idea. Alex had just um, started a job in real estate. Yeah. And I was, I guess, just had started or recently had started nursing school. Yeah. And we, on our time off on like the weekends, this we is what just we would do. do. Yeah. Would, like, and it was just so fun. Yeah. And uh yeah. And it's kind of like how we still go, you know? Yeah. Oh, our, no. I wouldn't say well, our time off because we dedicate time to it now. But yeah. on our essential time off, you know, because I We're still, still doing do have to work. Stuff. We're doing this. Yeah. So I guess we should say career-wise. So I had a eight-year career in real estate. Um, and I left my real estate career in January of 2022 to focus on the blog full-time. Um, it made sense for me to go full-time with the blog before Mike, just with our schedules and how our jobs are structured. Um, because Mike is a nurse and uh, it made sense with his schedule to have gone after me. 
Yeah. So I do still work as a nurse. Um, I do three 12 hour shifts every week. I work Saturday, Sunday, and Monday every single week. So it's nice because I have the four consecutive days off from Tuesday to Friday, which we're able to, you know, on those days dedicate to our business. Yeah. Um, so my plan is at some point to, you know, eventually kind of phase out of nursing, not saying I don't love nursing. I do. I love being a nurse. I love all my coworkers. Um, but you know, this is a passion of ours that we would love to turn into, an empire. An empire. So, yeah, you never know. One day, um, I might phase out and do this full-time with Alex as well. I mean, yeah. that is obviously the goal. It is the goal. But just because of the plans that we have for our life and our future. And, uh, yeah, it's uh, it's definitely crazy, but we... Just wait for the Spotify deal. Okay. <laughs> um, so, I feel like this is a good time to go into our first what our real first episode does. I feel like that's probably how we're going to structure each episode. We're going to do a little chit-chat in the beginning mm-hmm. about whatever's going on in the week or what's on our mind. Um, and then we'll go into whatever the topic is for the week. And this week, is it's the most highly requested uh topic that we get. I mean, literally, we get this years. message all the time. And we've always answered it in the briefest way just because... We don't have a way to do... We've actually thought about doing it as a YouTube video before because we do have a YouTube channel, but it's like we we were consistent with no it for a watches. while. <laughs> no, we were consistent for a while and then we kind of just like fell off. Yeah. But we were going to do a video on this, but then we thought, wait, this is the perfect first episode. So we're going to do this on our love, love story. story. How we met. It's so crazy. Because our love story is... 10 years in the making. Yeah, it's crazy. And we had a crazy rough semi-toxic start, Mm, which we will dive all into. And we're getting married this October, so it feels fitting that we open this up, pull the blanket back, like Mike said. Pull the blanket back. (laughs) Pull the curtain back, and share some some more info with you. So let's dive into it. Okay, so. Let's take you back 10 years. Back to the beginning. What is that, Hillary Duff? Hillary Duff. Um, Laguna Beach. All the OG Laguna Beach fans, you'll know. Hillary Duff sang that song? That was the song for Laguna Beach? Yeah. Why did I not know that? Yeah, that was like the opening. I just think of it as Hillary Duff. I I guess it is the Laguna Beach Mm -hmm. song. So we are going to take you back to To 2011. Yeah, 2011. Wow, look at that. On the same wave. Um, So 2011, Alex and I were in college we both attended the same university in the middle of nowhere, which kind of, of was fate that we ended up there because it was close to Alex's house mm. where he grew up literally 25 minutes. I grew up in uh, Belfont, PA, or uh, I, I tell people State College because they don't really know, but I grew up near Penn State Main uh, University's campus. Um, and the Lock Haven campus is only 30 minutes from my house. So... Everyone in my high school, you either go to Penn State or you go to Lock Haven. Like, it's senior year 2.0, and I was accepted to both uh, colleges, and last minute decided I don't want to do Penn State just because it's so big, and I feel like it's a little bit overwhelming for me, and so I said, oh, you know what, let me go to Lock Haven. Also, it's funny because Penn State being five minutes from where my parents live, and Lock Haven being 30 minutes, I was like, you know what? I'm going to go away for college. I'm going to go far. 30 minutes. I'm really going to venture out. I'm going to venture out. So that's why I chose Lock Haven, which obviously I'm so thankful I did. Yeah. And it was four hours from my house, which I loved because my goal was to go Tell to a school that was a bit further away. I grew up in South Jersey. Um, a wooder boy. Wooder. 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 Going to the shore. Down um, the shore. Down the shore. Right. 
Um, so yeah, I grew up in South Jersey and Lock Haven was not my first choice. Um, however, when I visited the campus, I remember just how beautiful it was. And I like was so obsessed. It is a really beautiful campus. So there's a middle mountains and it's right, very right. scenic. Yeah. Um, my top school that I wanted to get into, I did not get into. Um, wah, wah, wah. And so then when I applied to Lock Haven, I think it was like one of seven schools. I had a few to choose between and that was the furthest away and the most beautiful campus. They also had a really great program for um, physician assistant, and that's what both Alex and I were. So I was like, all right, this just seems like a match. So thankfully I did, because if not, we, would we never, never would have ended up. So we, like we said, we graduated high school in 2010, went to college right after, and uh, both pre-physician pre assistant, and it's a very small school. I honestly, I'm going to guess just a couple thousand students Literally total. Literally like 3,500, I think. And the program for a pre-physician assistant is really even smaller. So you know everyone in your program. Everyone's in the same class. Everyone's in the same classes. You start together. And that is where we first... I like to say stumbled upon each other. Literally, well, I well, guess I stumbled it was a one-way stumble. Of course, <laughs> it was a one-way stumble it, when I had blinders on. It was a part of my chase, I guess. I yes, like to say we call it the year chase, the but... one-year chase. Um, so this is how I like to start this out. I'd like to how say, do you... picture this. Oh, you walk into your first day of biology class in your lecture hall, and out of I wish you guys could see eye... Mike because when he's talking right now, he's doing shoulder shimmies. <laughs> like, do you want us to incorporate video to our podcast yeah. one day? Because then one you'll day. really see. The movements. How I'm doing this. Yeah. So, okay, let's start. Picture this. You walk into your biology class, your first day mm. of college, mm -hmm. and out of the corner of your eye, you see a cute boy sitting there, Who's not noticing you, just doing his own little thing, talking to his friends, and you know at that very moment that he <laughs> is going to be the one that you marry. Ah! <laughs> Freaking me out. I'm getting nervous. Um... So yeah, so you what? Keep going. You, yeah, you so walked I noticed in. him and I, I don't know what really drew me to him. It was literally like... Tell me about me. Tell me how The universe just attracted me in that moment to him. Because obviously, you know, like biology and all those science classes, they're in lecture halls. So there's like 150 students in there. Alex was sitting like somewhat up the top. Really? I yeah. wouldn't be in the first row? That's surprising. Oh, no, Studious I'm saying because I was like a little... Well, this is also like the first day, so oh, okay. maybe you, you know. I'm very type A, so I was like front row, teacher's pet. Yeah. I actually won teacher's pet for my senior superlatives. Sorry to go on a tangent, but I won teacher's pet, senior superlatives, but I was so embarrassed that I won it that I didn't accept it and I made someone else take it. Did I ever tell you that? But guess what? Alex is now 31 years old and he is now still proud of that, so... I am. Okay? I, I have my studious uh, accomplishments that I'm proud of. Good. And I, I hold those too. dear to my heart. Good. Keep going. <laughs> um, so we were in class. I noticed Alex. And I mean, obviously nothing really came of it um, for our entire freshman year. However, I would see him all over campus. We would, I don't know, walk past each other. We were in, I guess, a couple of lecture hall classes together. Um, and nothing really happened until I found him on Facebook towards mm. the end of our freshman year. Okay. And I don't even know if... Like, I, I don't know if I was searching for you. Or did I come up as a, maybe like a mutual friend? Maybe. I probably was searching for you probably. somehow. Um, and I friend requested him. So courageous of me. So courageous. Um, and then I friend requested him literally like the last week of school. And that summer then we eventually started, I guess, like DMing, DMing or, or chit-chatting chit on Facebook Messenger. But we need to say, we need, to, we need to really reel it back a second. We need to set the scene that we are... Both in this moment, straight. Oh my gosh, yes. Well, I like to quote, say that. Unquote, I like to say that just because that is how we truly 
uh, envisioned our life because I, we were both in the thick of it. So um, you can say your part, but I didn't come to college with a girlfriend. I had never had a girlfriend. I definitely knew I was gay, but I didn't know I was gay. And if you are part of the you know queer community or some someone that has ever struggled with your sexuality and coming out, you'll know that what that means. You'll know that you know, but you don't know. And mm-hmm. it's that thing that pops up in your mind. And um, I struggled with that for so long. I went through a lot of, I was bullied a ton in middle school and Same. the beginning of high school. And I had had because I've worked through with my therapy. Um, I had a lot of trauma from that. So the idea of actually coming to terms with my sexuality and being gay was like a death But also sentence. at that point when you're first entering college, your first thought is not like you want to come out as gay or you're, that's not even a thought going through your mind because no. it's to you. I mean, at least to me, it was almost like a fresh start. I knew. That, no one here knows well, me. Right. That was a huge reason why I think maybe I wanted to go like oh. subconsciously wanted to go so far you're leaving the baggage home. Right. Because I had obviously grown up around the same kids for all of my years through mm, elementary, middle so and high true. school. And I definitely middle school was probably when I was bullied the worst. Um, but I definitely was bullied, um, for being gay, having acne and all of that in high school as well. Um, so I thought that if I left or being gay presenting really, which is so, which is even the worst thing about this, you act gay, right? Right, That's what people say. So it's like someone has taken authority over your sexuality and has deemed you whatever. And in their mind, they've deemed you other. Yeah. And you have no control over that. It's so crazy. And so I definitely think, I mean, I feel like maybe I'm even noticing this now in the moment, but in the moment, in the moment, um, but I'm feeling as though like maybe subconsciously I had a thought of, you know, if I go four hours away, no one knows me. It's literally a fresh start. I can act different. I can act more masculine and straight and I can have more of like the quote unquote straight friends and kind of live that certain life. And that's literally what I did portray when I went there. It obviously progressed and became better as college went on. But my freshman year, 100%, I was putting on such an act, even more of an act than I ever did in high school or with my friends from home. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It, yeah, it's really crazy. It's like when we, one of our favorite podcasts is Armchair Expert, and they just had Priyanka Chopra Jones on. Mm-hmm. Joan, wait. Jonas. Jonas. Jonas Brothers. Right, Jonas last name. Priyanka Chopra. And she said she did the same thing. She moved to a lot of different high schools, remember? And she said it was an opportunity for her to be someone else. Right. And that's kind of what you did, or we, most people do when they go to college, right? Like Looking back, it definitely is draining doing that. Oh my gosh. Starting over. However, in the moment though, when you feel like you're going to a a new place to have a fresh start, Mm -hmm. it's very refreshing for you. Yeah, no, I thought it was very refreshing. I was like, wow, I'm completely starting over. I don't think I'm ever going to want to move back home. Right. And this is like, it's going to be a new me. No one is going to know anything that happened in my past. No one knows that I was bullied. No one knows that I had X, Y, and Z trauma. No one knows anything about me. Right. But then it's like, damn, once you do get bullied, not even bullied, but once you do get called gay or you hear something about you in your new space, it's like, okay, it's well, now trigger. my life is over. It's a, Yeah, and it's a trigger. So we, so Mike came, so what did I say? So you came to college with a girlfriend. Yeah, so I actually came to college with a girlfriend at that point of one year, um, and we stayed together my freshman year, so two years all together. Um, and you know, at that point I really thought like I was probably going to marry this girl and she was like the one, but in, you know, my mind going to college, being away from her, I was like, okay, well now, like, I guess deep down I thought like, oh, well now I can maybe look at a guy or whatever, you know? Um, it's a struggle. It's a big, obviously there's just so many like twists and turns that go through your mind Mm -hmm. and 
You don't know how to make up your mind with certain things. You don't want to make up your mind with certain things. You're in denial about literally everything. Right. So Mike came to school with a girlfriend. I did not. And so we were both, when we started chatting on Facebook, our summer, uh, summer, summer, going, summer going into sophomore year, right. we both were straight and gay. Oh you know God, what I mean? That's what so I, I, I say that. I know that's not obviously true, but I say that just because that's how we... We kind of delineate, but that's also how we kind of delineate that version of our lives, right? right? Like that is how we viewed ourselves, and we viewed ourselves as both mm-hmm. almost. We like yeah. it was a it was like Jekyll and Hyde. Like we had two sides of ourselves because we couldn't handle accepting the truth. So we would chat, and we. I wish that we could find the messages because they were so funny. The things we would say, like Alex's first opening line was "Hey man," "Hey man," because I thought, like, well, that. And if you know Alex, masculine. that is literally not. That's him not at how all. I talk, obviously. But um, I thought, like, oh well, this will at least this will disarm him, and this will make him know, like, I'm not gay. We're not, you know, I'm not looking to start a relationship or anything with you, but we can be friends, right? Like, uh, this is how I am. So we chatted for the summer, I guess, right? For a couple of times a here and there. A couple of times here and there. And then came back that that fall for and sophomore year. For sophomore year. And that's when classes kind of really like, you know, up the ante, I guess. And we had to take, you know, more rigorous classes and all the PA students kind of came together a bit more than we did freshman year. And they were year. smaller classes. Yeah. So you were now getting to know everyone in your program. Yeah. Which and, made me nervous because Alex was going to be there, but also made me excited because Alex was there. Yeah. And so we, I don't remember what class we started Oh my God. With. Well, remember. Physics lab? Oh, I. We found out, you found out that I was in. The in same physics, physics lab, lab yes. with you. I don't know why, but I guess it's it's that feeling of knowing you actually really like someone. I guess I've never had that feeling of really liking someone, even though I've had girlfriends. When you finally, I guess, have, you know, quote unquote, the person mm. that you really like, like at that point, mm-hmm. you it like makes you nervous and gives you butterflies. So when my roommate Nate and I walked into our physics lab for the first day, literally Alex was there. And I think my my stomach dropped and I was like, holy shit, I have to literally spend all semester long in here. All I'm thinking of is I can't, I have to dress nice all the time. I can't mess up on anything I do. I have to come off like I'm smart. Didn't you say one time you didn't know an answer and you got nervous about it? Yes, the teacher had called on me. Remember the um, teacher we had? He was very kind of like rough and he called on me. Dr. G. I had no idea the answer to this problem. Um, And... Literally, the first thing that went through my mind was, oh, my God, Alex is going to think that I'm dumb. Yeah. I And I don't – luckily for him, I don't remember that at all. Um, but so we didn't talk then, though. I mean, no. we weren't friends. No. We eventually started – I started meeting a couple of um, mutual friends of uh-huh. Alex. And I knew this was kind of my way to, like, infiltrate into his life. So our one friend, Kayla, who we're still friends with, she's coming to the wedding – was my like study partner at this time and I knew she was friends with Alex so I was like hey like your friend Alex you know he takes a couple of the same classes as we do maybe we should all study together and that's what we did so the three of us introduced me to him and it was funny because he had no interest it was like he didn't want to be friends well because I was you know I was able to block that part of my life out and I was so focused on school. At this point now, I wanted to go to med school. So I didn't think I wanted to be a PA. I wanted to be a doctor. And uh, so I was like... He really just wanted the power of the world. I know. A lot of therapy told me that too. Um, I 
one well and i wanted to prove myself to people for sure and uh that's called bullying and trauma and i uh so i was just like okay all that i can focus on is school my freshman year of college i did not go to one party i did not drink one sip of alcohol i did not do anything all i did was study like literally study I was like, all I'm going to do is get a 4.0, and that's all that matters in life. And then sophomore year, it changed a little bit because I realized, oh, maybe I can try to have balance. Maybe I can still study and do well in school, but also have a life and experience college. Mm -hmm. And then when we met and our mutual friend Kayla, we started to almost combine our friend groups. Yeah, pretty instantly. Pretty instantly. And there was definitely an instant connection, which is really the craziest thing to look back at is like, we got, I say, unnaturally close just for the sake of understanding how close we got so quickly. Like, we were, I mean, for us, we know we were meant to meet and be together just because of, it was like the yin to the yang. It's like we just connected so perfectly. Um, and so we became best friends really, really fast. And we were studying together. We were hanging out. Yeah, a couple of weeks after when we first met during that study group with Kayla, we went to uh, our first party together that's Red light, Red green light, light, green light, stoplight, stoplight stop light party. party yeah. Um, obviously, at that point, I was already broken up with my um, girlfriend of two years. So I wore green. Alex wore green. I figured, hey, maybe if we both get drunk, maybe we'll like talk. And that didn't happen. That didn't happen. But yeah, after that, that party was kind of like the initial jump into Alex and I becoming so close so quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, and so then for the next year, really. We just hung out really. We just hung out as year. really good friends and we would go until to parties together. Parties, yeah. Until and the end of our sophomore year. The end of our sophomore which year. Which is where shit took a turn. Mike had said for like the end of that, for the majority of the end of that semester, he kept alluding to the fact that he liked someone and he would say, I like this person. They're in our. The in game the- was so real. I would play this game almost every single day with Alex, wanting Tim to hopefully guess that it was him that I liked. You would say, and, and it's so funny because looking back, I knew it was me, obviously. I knew that he was gay and liked me. I knew I was gay and I liked him. But the versions of Mike and I from 2012 and the versions of us in 2023 are just so completely different. Literally completely different human beings. That we, we, it was just, it was not a good time for me individually. Uh, I had to do a lot of work on myself. So Mike was always. Well, we both did for we sure. We both did for yeah. sure. I, okay, yeah, I guess I'm just speaking for myself, but I guess a lot of. So a lot of that semester, Mike would just allude to, "Oh, I have a person I like. I have a person I like," and I would say, "Who is it? Who is it?" And we'd play this like guessing game, and I'd try to guess the alphabet, I'd try to guess the class, and da da da. So, the end of that semester, classes ended, and our friend Kayla was going to have a little going away shindig just for us really a, a couple, couple of friends people. yeah because everyone really was leaving for the summer and my dad wasn't coming until the weekend to come get me right so kayla was having this little party party alex said he was gonna stay and we were just gonna have fun that night so i told myself well actually you know what pause really quickly up until this point just to give you guys context alex and myself had never said to ourselves or to each other that we were gay oh yeah at this point we yeah. are still very much you know straight in, in our, our minds. minds right 
Um, but I thought this night at this party, I was like, if I just get really drunk, a little bit of liquid courage, yeah. I was like, maybe I'll just tell him I like him. Right. So that is literally what I did. Kayla had this party in her apartment, and I this was um, the time when people were drinking Four Locos. We and, bonged Four ooh, Loco. I mean, really ooh, unhealthy. Like So gross. Guys, we were crazy. Yeah. Um, so I drank two Four Locos in a matter of, I don't know, 30 minutes, mm. and obviously was feeling it. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to do it. So, and... I guess to my point, I thought that Alex was comfortable with me enough Mm, mm -hmm. that I could tell him this and he would receive it well. Mm. So I grabbed him. I took him over to his apartment, which was right across the breezeway. Mm -hmm. And I was like, Alex, all right. I was like, you know, the person who I've been telling you about this whole time who I like, it is. And I kind of paused and I'll never remember. It's so Mm. vivid. Alex is like. This makes me sad. I know. He was like, tell me it's not me. And I was like, oh. And then I obviously told him it was him. And he got so angry right because off the bat. Because I, because it was real. It was, re- I had to, everything that was in my mind now was a reality. Mm. And I had to face that reality. And I wasn't prepared to. And I, I couldn't handle it. I couldn't handle that. The person I liked, which was you, actually, I did like. And you actually did like me back. And that meant I was gay. And I grew up in such a conservative town. Mm-hmm. My parents are amazing. My family's amazing. And our school, Lockhaven, was also very so conservative. conservative. It, oh my gosh. To me, being openly gay was a death sentence. Mm-hmm. Like, I literally thought I'll never live a normal life. Like, I had such an antiquated thought process back then. And so when you told me that, I could not handle it. Like, yeah. could not. So he immediately obviously got mad stormed off went back to our friend's apartment and he walks and he was like oh my god kayla you'll never believe what mike just luckily i just told kayla right he was like he likes me and blah 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 and and we all and we all forgot the next morning well she did so she she forgot the next morning like oh i misheard we were drunk and luckily that was the end of it between anyone else except for us except for us because then when i went obviously that night was over immediately when that happened so i went back to my um dorm room and the next morning when my dad was coming to get me i literally in my mind was convinced that i have to leave Lockhaven. i was like i have to transfer because there's yeah. no way i just said something to me at that point which was so vulnerable so that vulnerable. i like you mm-hmm. and it, and i it was almost accept it. yeah it was almost me admitting to you okay i'm gay i like you um, and you didn't receive it well. So mm. I was like, my life's over. I I don't know how I'll finish, you know, the next mm. two and a half, three years mm-hmm. here. So I need to transfer. Right. Luckily, I didn't. Yeah. Well, luckily, this is where my unhealthy version of Alex. Well, both of ours. Yeah. yeah. Came out. And so I let it go. And then what? Like four days later, I was texting you acting like nothing happened. Nothing happened. And I was like, wait, I'm so confused by this. So then at that point, I was like, oh, this is how this is going to be. We're going to play like a manipulation game with each other. Yeah. And that's literally then what we started doing. We basically year. started manipulating each other back and forth. Um, and we hung out a couple of times that I think summer. manipulation has a negative connotation. I don't think it was manipulation in a negative way. I mean, it was negative in the sense of like we were being unhealthy. Right. But we weren't trying to manipulate each other to hurt each other. Oh, we right, were trying right. to manipulate each other to get with each other connect with each (laughs) other so we used it in our minds to our advantage so we you know we would study and be friends and the whole thing during the week and then in the weekends we would drink and we would go to parties and then we would try he would try to hook up with me i would say no i would say yes and And it would cause literally such an argument it was actually insane to look back and think the amount of arguments that alex and i got in during the weekends was like next level every single saturday and sunday we would argue simply for the the arguments were 
because we wouldn't, you wouldn't get with me. And I was like, no, but I wanted to. And it was just, oh my God, that version of myself. I just could not handle it. So we went through a year of ups and downs and ups and downs and whatever. After that moment of me telling you that yeah. I liked you. And Literally yeah. just ups and downs, arguing every single weekend, drinking too much because then we thought we would be more comfortable coping, with each other. Coping and unhealthy coping mechanisms. And- right. It was just very, I think our dynamic was very toxic. For sure. During the week, it was definitely great because we were just studying and hanging out with our friends. But it, it was more on the weekends. We became very toxic with each yeah, other. Yeah, and we... It's funny because we don't ever talk about the toxicity of the beginning of our relationship because... Not that we're hiding it at all. The content pillars that we talk about now, I don't think we really include... I mean, obviously, we, we include, include our relationship, relationships. But are we don't... We're not like a relationship Instagram, right? if you know what I mean, or and a digital creator. So we, our pillars are to give design tips, style tips, travel, all of that. So we're not really talking about years ago, the toxicity that we had. But it's nice because- Even though it was there. People will message us, you know, young, you know, 18, 19 year old gay kids. And they'll say, oh my gosh, one day I want to have you couple goals. You're a perfect couple. And it's nice when you give us a compliment about that. But like, no one's perfect. No one's couple goals. Right. And everyone has their We've had a journey. I mean, we almost broke up when we first started dating and we had to do a lot, a lot of individual growth, mm-hmm. individual work on ourselves in order to get to where we are now. But if you really feel as though you're meant for someone and, you know, you're meant to work out in life and, and you want to build put in a the relationship effort and the work. Right. Right. And that, make it a two-way street. Exactly. Because all relationships have to be a two-way street. Mm. That's the thing. Don't We never want anyone to settle in a relationship. Never right. feel as though you're putting in 70% of the work and the other person's not meeting you because that shouldn't how it... There has to be balance. Right. There, It shouldn't be like that. There has to be a balance between the two people for you to really show each other love, to respect each other. Communication. Yeah. So we then... So we did... We, you know, we eventually, after a year of going back and forth, we, you know, we hooked up and... It was well, like that a, was the craziest. That well, I wanted to dive into oh, okay, that a little yeah. bit. The, so it was during our, uh, I guess, junior year because junior it was that, the whole year of our yeah. sophomore year was when we were, you know, a bit um, toxic with each other. But our mm-hmm. junior year, um, we I lived in an apartment this time, which actually was the same apartment building that Alex lived in. And I'll never forget my roommates and I threw a party and it was obviously got out of hand as always. Mm. And Alex and I were pretty drunk. So one of my roommates put us in my room just to kind of like, you know, let us go to sleep. And we woke up randomly in the middle of the night and I was like, oh my, I don't know what in the world hit me, but I was like, I'm just going to try something. And I (laughs) threw my hand over and we (laughs) got together for the first time. It was crazy. Um, never did I expect that to happen. But I mean, it was obviously looking back, it was great. That was and a great it also, first. Also, it was because of the the our how much our relationship had progressed in that year. It was it was bound to happen, right? For and sure. uh, but then it was the whole thing. And the next morning, I woke up and I regretted it. And I well, I didn't regret it, but I thought I regretted it. And he told you know, me never talk to him again. This, and this and was we wrong. Can't do and this. we never and should have done this together. I, a lot of internalized homophobia. You have to work on. You know, of lo- we love people that don't want to address things like that. But I know that I had that. I know that I had baggage that I needed to needed to shed. And from that point on, then we would you know we had that cycle of like trying to get with each or getting with each other and then me wanting me thinking i regret it eventually luckily we 
hit a point where I knew that I liked you, you knew that I liked, you liked me, and mm -hmm. we knew that we wanted to take this relationship somewhere. So the night, I guess the final night that was like the turning point mm -hmm. was I invited you up to my apartment. Which was out of left field for sure. And I think Never something clicked. It. And like, I had an epiphany and I was like, what is happening? Why am I doing this? This is, why am I treating myself this way? Why am I letting these societal standards get into my head? Why am I letting all my other drama and my baggage and my bullying and my whatever get in there when here's someone that I really, really enjoy and we have so much in common. And if I just let all this bullshit and drama go, we could be really happy together. So I invited you up and I said, do you want to stay the night? And we just watched movies and laid in bed and like- Alex lit candles for me in the room. It was just was really like nice. this special night where we- well, I don't really even know how we did this because you had roommates yeah. and obviously we weren't Maybe out Maybe my anyone. roommates were asleep. I Maybe. don't remember that. Well, yeah. And- <laughs> What? I just thought of something else. What? I mean, in that year, we did sneak around. Oh, the shower. Oh, Mike. Chrissy. Chrissy. His roommates Chrissy. were sleeping, and we went into his apartment, went in the shower together. Oh, my God. Don't tell me <laughs> about that. So, uh... That net, we woke up the next morning and I was like, I, I need to do it. I need to pull this bandaid. I need to tell my parents that I'm gay. I, I have accepted it and I need to tell my parents. So isn't it kind of wild? It's literally like it went zero from to zero 60. to a hundred oh, overnight. Crazy. It was crazy. You literally went from inviting me to your apartment after we just got out of all this like toxicity of going back and forth. And 12 hours later, you decided, Hey, no, I'm just going to tell like my parents. A it's like a light switch went off. Like I became myself. Like I'm not kidding you guys. Like I. This version of myself is who I have always meant to be. But like, there was a version that I was holding on to and I needed to just let that go. And like, I had an epiphany and something changed. And I called my parents and I wanted to just say, I wanted to know their schedule that I could come home the following weekend. But I ended up just, they asked, it was like a whole thing. I was like, can I come home next weekend? I want to talk to you guys. And they were like, what's wrong? And I was like, nothing's wrong. And they said, are you failing out? Are you this? Are you that? Are you gay? And they asked me on the phone and I was you literally like, just broke down, broke down in tears. And I, it's so crazy because my parents are the most accepting people. My dad's brother was gay. My godfather, my uncle, he's since passed. And it's like, I grew up knowing how amazing he was and how my family treated him. But I still was convinced that it will be different for me. I'll be disowned. I'll be this. And it's like, no, you just convince yourself of these like far-fetched stories because of things you see on the internet, see things you see on the news, you just convince yourself that you will, you know, have this horrible life. And yes, there are plenty of people that do have that. But I guess for me, I convinced myself when I had no uh, history to base that off of, there was no reason that my parents had ever, there's nothing my parents or my family had ever shown me that would make me think that that would happen. But I still did convince myself that. So I told my parents and that was the moment that my life actually changed. That was the moment where it everything shifted. I had a mind shift, mindset shift. I became the Alex that I always wanted and was meant to be. And I knew that that version of myself that was unhealthy and toxic and was not who I truly was, was gone. And that, I remember that, that felt really good. Hmm. I love that. Oh. That was like a little therapy session for you. I know. I just like zoned down. Just like a tear a little bit. Shut up. You did not. Um, but 
it was I, even for me i think that was really great because i was there when you called you your parents they were on speaker um and i had known alex's parents up until then they knew me as alex's best friend right. um so as soon as they were like oh are you gay and then you know they had the conversation they were like is it mike and obviously he said yes um but it was really nice to kind of like witness that because i think then seeing you having the courage and the bravery to do that kind of allowed me to have a little bit of like internalized courage i guess Mm -hmm. and then i was able to become a little bit more comfortable with myself at that moment because my family didn't know our friends didn't know um so then actually it took me even though i felt a little like courageous in that moment it took me another year to tell my parents my mm-hmm. parents literally did not know for an entire year after you told yours you finally which is told them insane. before we moved into before your parents you house in. temporarily before our apartment was ready yeah yeah which you know was the next year um but it's kind of crazy like looking back at our story i feel like not only did we have the struggle of coming out there i feel like there were just so many variables at play it was like during our whole love story our love story basically includes like multiple things Mm -hmm. it's our love story but intertwined in that we have coming out Mm -hmm. we have toxicity and an unhealthy relationship between the two of us Mm -hmm. in that time period we also have being outed by Mm -hmm. multiple people in college Mm -hmm. um being forced to come out Mm -hmm. so there's so many different things that went into our love story you know it's It's unnatural to have that much pressure right it's not like we you know came out and had this progression and then fell in love it was like we fell in love at the same time that we were trying to figure ourselves out, mm. figure each other out, mm-hmm. uh, you know, be comfortable with who we were, um, out getting outed by our friends. It was just like there was so much happening all in the matter of, I guess, two years mm-hmm. that it was just, I think this has really allowed us to become stronger individuals because mm-hmm. we went through so much at that point. And mm-hmm. I think that's why maybe now we are so happy and, you know, proud and living our lives the way we do mm-hmm. like out on social media, out and proud mm-hmm. uh, because we went through so much, mm-hmm. you know, that really allowed us to be secure right now. Yeah, absolutely. I completely agree. So we then, you know, we're out to each other and, you know, that was the beginning of our start of our relationship. And then you asked me out a couple I months later. I asked you out a couple months to officially be my boyfriend because I thought like, okay, summer let's start over. We can actually start as a clean slate. We can, we had to do a lot of, you know, individual stuff. We had to talk to each other and we had to communicate and we had to fix, make amends for things probably, or I know for sure. But then we started off the right way, right? I asked my boyfriend and we started our relationship. And the sign you made me. I made you a sign that, I don't know if you remember those, like, uh, fill in the blank things that were so popular and to be like, will you be? And you draw like a B and then you'd like put a candy bar or whatever. It was like fill in the blank. It was so, so cute. I made you that. I asked you out, and that was July. July. That was June twentieth, two thousand thirteen, mm-hmm. and that's when we officially started dating. But in the midst of all of this, this is our junior year. No, senior year. Senior year. We decided we're not going to tell anyone that we're dating. We're not going to tell. We're just going to date the whole year and just like sneak around. No one will know. And we'll let it be. Just be the two of let's, us. Let's let's get out of college. Let's like really have a fresh start, and then we'll tell people. The people that stick around, our friends, the ones that are there still, we will feel comfortable then. Like when we get some some space from there. Listen, that, that is happen. the wrong idea we had because from there on out, it was like shit hit the fan. We were 
kind of living, you know, a, f- a fun life. Mm-hmm. Our senior year, senior year was probably one of the best years for us because Absolutely. we had such so stable, fun. great friends. Both of our friend groups were interconnected. It was just like wonderful. Yeah. And we, one night were getting ready to go out um, on like a Thursday night. We were all in my apartment, just like hanging out. And I'll never forget. It's like it, this happened yesterday. We were sitting on the couch and all of a sudden we hear like banging on the door. Yeah. We just hear like a crazy bang. We're like, what the heck is going on? And um, this person stumbled into the apartment and took each of my roommates one by one back to their bedrooms and basically told them that I'm gay. Um, and I don't, I don't think I realized what was happening until about like halfway through. And I literally died on the inside. I feel like I almost went back to mm. kind of like high school, Mike, Regressed, where yeah. I thought... I, okay, well, this is wrong. I shouldn't be doing this. I shouldn't be dating Alex. But also in the same moment, my life is over. I don't know how I'm going to go on. I can't finish my senior year. Everyone's going to know I'm gay. Everyone's going to hate me. Mm -hmm. That was literally my thought going through my head. Right. Little did we know that this person, we'll say person one, that had gone in and outed Mike and, well, both of us, to Mike's roommates, had been told this by the only person that we told. When we started dating, we told one person. Mike had told his one friend. Mm-hmm. And friend of nine years. Friend of nine years. And little did we know that that friend had actually told per- that other person and outed us. When we that person had... It was a friend from home. And that person had come to visit me for the weekend. And I guess decided to tell... Yeah, um, for whatever person, reason. The other person. And so that person then took it into their own hands mm. and told all of our friends in school, in and, college. And looking back, you know, we don't know what the motive was uh, for whatever reason. I'd like to think that people changed and that they are, they've, you know, forgiven themselves. I mean, we forgive them. We've let it go. They're not in our lives anymore. Do I, do I, I never want to speak to them again, but I have forgiven them in the sense of, it, it's out of my hands. It's out of your hands. There's no right. reason to dwell on it. It, right, right. it. it happened. We can't change what happened. It was really hard and took a toll on us, but it happened. And uh, the one silver lining is it definitely taught us a lot. It showed us how our friends are amazing, our other friends that mm-hmm. were told because they were so accepting and loving and they're the best people and they're all still in our lives. Literally amazing. We, right after that actually happened, Alex and I obviously left and fleed the school immediately that night. Um, we went to his parents' house and we obviously were upset. We told them what happened and they basically offered us to stay there for the entire weekend. And of course, Sunday re- like came around and I knew we had to get back to school. I did not want to face our friends. I did not want to face my roommates. Alex didn't want to do the same with his friends. Um, but we had to. So I texted uh, my roommates and I was like, Hey guys, like when I come back, um, can we have like a Sunday fun day and just like all drink together? Because I knew that if I had a little bit of liquid courage, I'd be able to tell them. Mm -hmm. So we went back, we all went to the bar. Alex didn't come with me. It was more of like a a bros day. Mm -hmm. Um, and we went, had a couple of drinks and I told my roommates and literally it couldn't have gone any better. They were so supportive. It made us so much stronger. I think Mm -hmm. it really strengthened the bond that we had between each other. And honestly, it literally helped the rest of senior year because I felt like now I had a very core group of supportive friends, which Mm -hmm. was amazing. Yeah. And from that moment, then we 
were able to let go of all of the stuff that happened with the outing and our friends knew and we graduated college and we moved to Philly, we moved, moved into the city, we moved together. We were able to work on any things individually. We just, you know, we, any of those issues, the toxicity or the manipulation, all that was gone because we communicated, we, you know, went to therapy and we worked on ourselves and we right. dealt with anxiety and we did so much, so much work, so mm-hmm. much healing, so much work on ourselves and to get to a really, really healthy place. And not to say that we're a perfect couple now because obviously every relationship has issues, but I'm really proud of what we both went through and how we and were able to handle come. it. Because, But I think every successful story has a point of... Ebbs and flows, rockiness. Right, exactly. There's a point, there's a low point always. Yeah. Because I think to get to a point of like high success, you have to work through something. And to appreciate those highs, you have to feel the lows. Right, exactly. Yeah, You, you know, it's like the the yin and the yang you have to to know one is to know the other yeah. and and i definitely think a big part of why we were able to work through so much of the struggles that we had gone through or any of that toxicity was because of communication mm-hmm. i think we definitely are great communicators i think that alex is a way better communicator than me for sure oh. because he is the type of person that always wants to get something off of his shoulder oh, he has true. to tell you he wants to work through it whereas me i sometimes like to just step Take back a step for a away. second i need to think about it that I need doesn't to mean you're a bad me. communicator no, no, no. that means that i need to also then know that which right, i do right and right i yeah. So I, I just like to step back and kind of think about it. And then maybe in like two days, let's yeah. let's go back to the conversation and then right. we'll work it out. Whereas Alex literally wants it in that very moment. Yeah. You know, just but different styles. Anyway, yeah, different styles. But I think we're great on communicating. Um, but in after we graduated college, I obviously, you know, all of our friends knew, Alex's parents knew, but I had to tell my parents mm. eventually, mm-hmm. especially because we were graduating and Alex was going to be moving into my house in my hometown because right. he was going to be going to work um, for a real estate company. Yeah. So I knew that, you know, the time had to come. So I sat my parents down. Well, actually I sat my mom down first. I told her on a run, remember? Oh, I actually yeah. took her on a right. run. Um, and I told her during a run and she's like, okay, well, I think it's, you know, really great if you tell your father. So two days later, my dad came home from work and it's so funny. I'll never forget. My dad always used to come in through the garage and the, our garage led into a laundry room and the laundry room led into the kitchen. And you, if you sat on the couch in the family room, you can see the door from the laundry room into the kitchen. So I knew that at 4.30 PM, he would be coming in. So all through the day, the first, I don't know, week or two of summer, I practiced how I was going to tell him in different tones of voices in like with my body language, different, like being emphatic at times. I was just literally going through all of this now. I mean, obviously when it finally happened, Anything that I practiced didn't happen because I just like my mind went blank and I just said it. Um, but yeah, then I sat him down and I told my dad and everything was great. And I feel like we are so lucky to have such supportive families. Our families also get along so well with each other, which is not always the case. Um, so it has just made, you know, the process definitely a bit more seamless. So I guess real that really concluded the, I guess like the main point or the, the main, drama, the main part of our coming out, coming out love story, beginning of a relationship. But I feel like the nice thing about all of this was once I was able to tell my family, and Alex and I were fully living and embracing our true selves. Mm. 
it felt so good. Mm-hmm. We it almost is like like a, a weight is lifted off of your shoulders because you're finally able to live your true self and be who you are. You don't have to hide anymore. There's no more fear of you know being outed or people calling you names because truly once you come out, it's like you feel like you're on top of the world. Right. So that was like the pivotal moment when from there on out, we were able to fully live ourselves, fully to dive into what I think or what you know we think together is the beginning of our relationship. That yeah, really absolutely. was the moment when it was like the beginning of our relationship. Yeah, we were able to let go of all of that other stuff and just move forward on such a positive, healthy note. And since then, we it's just funny because we don't think about that this stuff very often. And it, like we said, it's been so long since all of this happened. We've been dating for 10 years and so 20 it? yeah 2013 to 2023 years now it, i mean it honestly feels i mean it feels like yesterday this all happened i know when we yeah. talk about it but then other times it feels like it was another lifetime mm-hmm. and uh we are getting married october 13th yeah, of we this got in, year we just got engaged two years ago now two years we ago had more of a and people say extended longer uh, engagement. engagements but we were totally okay with being engaged for a while because it gave us time to one enjoy our engagement because i feel like even though it we didn't want to rush it yeah and it doesn't feel different to be engaged for us but, because we've been together for so long right however i feel like it was like taking obviously our relationship to the, ne- the next step and we were able to i don't know just like enjoy saying we're engaged rather yeah. than being engaged for less than a year and then being married right so we've been planning a wedding we're gonna dive into the wedding and we have a whole wedding episode we want to do um where we talk about that so stay tuned for that episode But I feel like this really concludes our love story Mm -hmm. and the windy, twisty turn path that we had. Yes. Um, And like we said, we are much healthier, happier versions of ourselves. We have grown a lot and we are happy that everything did happen to us the way it did. I wouldn't trade anything for the world because it made us who we are. It made us stronger. It made us uh, more resilient. And I always like to say, you know, even though someone may go through something that's either traumatic or something that in the moment is not obviously desirable for you, you really do learn something in every single experience that you go through in your life. There's a lesson. So this, I mean, we had many lessons throughout our, you know, our quote unquote love story. Friendship, trust. So much. So much. Yeah. That really, you know, opened our eyes to so much. So I, like Alex said, I definitely would not trade any of it. And I think it was necessary for us to go for our story, for us to go through that, to end up where we are now. Absolutely. Um, So that's it. Yeah, we hope you guys enjoyed. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I feel like... What did you feel like talking about that? I... Like, did you like thinking about all those memories I love thinking about those memories. Some of them make me a little sad, but it's okay sad. It's more of a... Um, it's like, uh, wow. I it's like you get to re, like, go over it all It's again. hard to believe that all happened. Mm-hmm. It just feels like another lifetime. How did you feel about talking about it? Um, well, I feel, I feel like it's kind of like a therapy session. That's why I kind of like this whole podcast thing, because it's almost it like we're talking cathartic. to each other. Yeah, very cathartic with each other. Yeah. Um, but I feel like I love 
like memories in general. Yeah, you're very. I always say, I always memories. say, I love the memes. That's what yeah. I say. So I love memories and I love talking about memories often. So I love this, especially, you know, with us because we don't get to tell our love story that often. Right. So it's nice, like, really, di especially like this. And there's definitely we, more that we didn't talk about. Oh, yeah. There's so many. Had to I mean, keep something private. Obviously, we private. have to keep them, some things private. I mean, something's PG. <laughs> PG 13. PG 13. Um, but yeah, I mean, I feel like I really loved diving into like the specifics because mm -hmm. it, it really transports you back to that time, yeah, which is sure. crazy. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. So in 10 years from now, we'll have a, a, a love story, story part two. You know what I mean? With maybe a kid, who knows? A kid, that's a that's a whole another another discussion for another oh, yeah, day because yeah. I keep telling Alex, I am ready right for a kid. Well, not maybe not now. I think we there's a lot we want to accomplish, but I'm 31. Alex is about to be 31. I say by 35, I want to have a kid. Alex is like, well, maybe 38, 39. I'm yeah. like, no. We'll figure it out. We have, a, we have a couple more years to get things done. We've got, we've got you know? time. Um, but thank you so much for listening to this podcast. Like we said, we have so many exciting episodes we think we're going to bring on guests eventually which is going to be yeah. so fun so if you have people that you want us to talk to whether it be in the design world the style world the therapy world oh that my God, it's gonna be so any good. world please let us know we uh bear with us too because like we said we are doing this ourselves mm -hmm. it's all self-produced self-edited so we're learning a lot so hopefully with each episode we improve the quality and just everything in general so We'd love to hear your feedback. We would love to hear your suggestions if there's something you really want us to talk about because we want this to be uh, a very open conversation, an open forum. Um, maybe we'll we'll do like questions. Maybe we'll, we have lots of things. Oh my god, there's so, so many. many things there's planned. like we have so many ideas. We just want to so like excited. record every single day, just like so many different conversations. It's, yes, but it's going to be a weekly podcast. We're going to come out with one episode a week. We know that that's a good start for us. We don't want to overextend ourselves because we just have so many other things that we're juggling right now. Mm -hmm. so, Which those things that we're juggling also can be episodes because oh, there's know. so much to dive into design wise. We just like a quick little thing. We actually just met with our contractor today um, because. Our our house flooded and there's a whole crazy issue with that but our remodel is now starting for our kitchen and our finally. Basement, basement finally so that's going to be a Guys, whole get series ready. it's going to be incredible we're so it's going to like oh i'm so excited so for the excited new kitchen. it's going to be insane mm -hmm. so stay tuned for all that but we had so much fun this so was really fun. fun i loved i loved it i loved it, it. I loved and honestly to you guys i kind of liked having to record it again yeah. Like, I don't want to do that every time. I want to be able to record oh, no, for, for sure. the first yeah. time. But I feel like for our first episode, it was it nice to have done it again. It's like because... we had two days to be able to tell our love story. Oh, you know what I mean? What Look a, at that. How lovely. Maybe when we go to bed at night, we can, like, tell parts of it and, like, dissect okay. them. I don't know if I'm going to be able to talk about this all the time. Mike's <laughs> like, let's relive every memory. I'm like, live in the moment. I'm just kidding. Oh, the moment. The moment. We can't say ding, 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 because that's armchair expert. You know when they say ding, ding, mm. ding when something clings? So yep. maybe we'll have to think of our own, like... uh catchphrase but um well we hope you guys enjoyed we had so much fun and we cannot wait to see you and talk to you in the next episode yeah so see you next week bye bye thank you so much for listening to today's episode be sure to subscribe rate and review as always if there's anything else you would like to hear please let us know and follow along over on instagram and tiktok at alex and mike bye